be a millionaire. Huh? I'm gonna be a millionaire if I win this contest. Dude, do it. I entered. <laughs> Snapchat plea. Oh, saves California girl from being forced into prostitution. I'm not buying it. Look at the guys. <laughs> what, do you, th do you think the stars are gonna win? <laughs> I think the Seattle Storm have a really good shot this year. Wait, which team is Brittany Griner on? Is she on the Phoenix team? Brittany Griner? Everybody has a hat on but you. Ellie well, is also wearing a hat. I'm not a hat guy. Well, get one! I don't have a hat either. I have a, a cover. I got a burk hood. <laughs> wow. wow. Gum never like stays. No. There's no good gum that keeps flavor. It'd be impossible. I have extra right now. What? Extra, extra, you know all about it. This gum's going to shit and I'm gonna shout it. Ooh, hear that bar. bars. Bars on cars. Spitting bars while I'm bars. Extra, extra. <laughs> you don't know it. Who's <laughs> gonna win the uh, NFC Championship? Save it! Oh, dude, trust me. Come on, I don't trust you. Come on, don't tip me. I'm him. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to finger this pussy? What's up, bitches? It's Stefan. I'm back. It's January 18th, episode 32. Shout out Chris Dunn. What's up, boys? That was good. I'm impressed. Hey, yeah. I just gotta come in blazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan came in hot there. I like it. You know, I, was, I was hot off that previous subject, you know. Just gotta... Yeah, no, understand. <laughs> we won't get into that. Yeah, no, we, don't need to, we don't need to go in depth on that, but we might as well get out of the way. Bulls lost to the Sixers yesterday. Uh, go ahead, Brent. Let's hear it. Say, uh, we got the, uh, the best fucking team in the league once again. We only won by 11. It don't fucking matter. We won't even try and have the fucking game. Uh, we still got, we still got MB. It don't fucking matter. Chris Dunn sucks. Hey, 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 this is episode 32. <laughs> Just lunch up. He had a bad game. Chris Dunn sucks. Uh, Lauren, Lauren Markman, Markman or whatever. He, she's trash. Absolute garbage. <laughs> Wow. Throw in the fucking Philly streets. Don't even belong in the fucking gym. Hey, he opened <laughs> the game with a dunk, bitch. Yeah, and he got fucking dumped on by a fucking all of Australia and Ben Simmons at number seven on the fucking top ten today, alright? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who else in that. Thaddeus Young fucking liked that guy. Former sexy. He was a good ball player. You know, he did a good job. How do you feel about Spencer Hawes? Dude, I love Spencer Hawes. Number double zero back in the day. He was a legend back with Swaggy P's on the team. God, those were the good days when we sucked when 10 and 72. Dude, that starting five on 2K was actually kind of sick though. It was Drew, <laughs> Swaggy P, Kevin Turner, Thad Young, and Spencer uh, Hawes. Yeah. They were so bad. Huh? Like, well, they were that, that year they went to the... That's when yes. D-Rose, oh, yeah. yeah D-Rose tore his shit there. against... Yeah. Every time yeah, I hear... R.I.P. Go ahead, Pelly. I, I was gonna say they had slots to the Celtics that next round. <laughs> yeah, no, we got shit on. We, I mean, we were supposed to beat the Bulls, and then D-Rose went down, so we kind of just snuck on by. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> Every time I hear Kevin Harlan's voice, I just think of and rolls us down, holding yeah. his right leg or whatever, it is. and holding his knee. This is not good. <laughs> this is not Come good. But you know what else was a tough one was the Bulls last night when they got beat by the fucking seventy six. But, but Luke Cornett is a better three point shooter than Ben Simmons. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Way better. Okay, I mean, not you can Chris argue that. Not Chris. That's a, that's a tough hey, argument to make, hey. I'd say. But Luke Luke Cornett also became the the or he's the only seven footer in Bulls history to hit more than one three pointer. So let's go break make it history, baby. How about he's that? How tall is Laurie? Six eleven. Yep, he ain't seven foot. I think our, our only seven footer ever hit another three was Artis Gilmore back in the day. Oh my god, <laughs> the garbage man. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's his nickname. It might just be his 2K nickname. Yeah, it's, but it might just be on 2K, but that's all. I, that's all I think of when I hear that name is the, the garbage man getting the board. I run with that. Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty dope nickname. But uh, I don't know. And any other basketball related news? Luka Doncic is really good. Very good. Yeah. I just saw a clip today of somebody saying. Luca's too uh, pudgy for me. He should go 14th through 17th. And then he went. He went third. He got traded to the Mavs at the fifth pick. Basically, the Mavs and the Hawks swap yeah. picks, or well, swap players. And I think the Hawks would take that back if they could. Trey Young's been good, but really man. good actually. Luca's like really fucking good. Yeah. I think they wanted Trey though. They're gonna. Yeah. Do I don't know. I think with Trey with some guys around him could do a lot more. Yes. Oh yeah. I He's, mean he does have some pieces though. Yeah. They already yeah. had like John Collins at the power forward position yeah. too and whatnot. They already kind of had the young pieces for right. the back court. And who's that though, bum they got? Or front court. Who's the bum they drafted? Reddish. Cam Reddish. Oh yeah. Fucking bot sauce. Yeah. Dog shit. Yeah. DeAndre Hunter's been looking pretty good. Yeah. Hunter too. They got Hunter. Hunter. I liked Hunter. He went to Virginia, right? Dude, yeah, they they draft they drafted Reddish and Hunter in the same round, right? Yeah, I think they had two like top fourteen picks. Yeah, yeah, that worked out well for them. Could have been a lot yeah. worse. I mean, it, it's 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 tough to it's tough to look at those things. I mean, the, the Bulls traded Tyrus Thomas for Lamarcus Aldridge on draft night, and we also we also traded uh we also traded Dummy Dermot or we had Dummy Dermot for Jokic and Gary Harris. So hey, you know, you're always there's always gonna be those draft night decisions that come back and bite. Uh, different teams, but at least they got Trey Young out of it. Definitely, Captain Hindsight. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. You know how that works. You could probably even make an argument that Trey Young's a better scorer than Luca. Mm, yeah, maybe. But Luca's better, like, sh- better shooter. Luca's MVP scorer. conversation. Like Luca's the reason the Mavs. Yeah, are good. I know. Like, and those jerseys are terrible. Yeah, the they're Mavs. dog shit. That's oh, they're, they're, they're so bad. Number 77 is so cool, though. Dude, yeah, yeah. Cool. when I saw it at first, I was like, why do you pick an O-lineman number? <laughs> now it's like... It, Dude, I love it. I love when people just pick the random numbers that are just, like, just fucking out there. It's pretty cool, though. <laughs> now, like, now looking at it, that he's actually, like, fucking good. It's, yeah. it's cool. I, I can always tip the cap to a white boy that's going to ball in the NBA. That's <laughs> um, why uh, Luis Roberts going to be the next best 88 in mm. Chicago. It's a nice segue. 88? Yeah. He's gonna be 88 for the White Sox. That's a good number. Yeah, that's pretty. Wait, cool. wait, hold on. I just want to, I just want to mention something about Lori Legend. I'm getting I'm getting pretty worried now because there's a quote there's a quote last night when they asked him about taking the ball to hoop, and his and his answer was basically, "Sure, I could, but I I just didn't see the opportunities." And that's just not what I want to hear from him. I want to hear him say. You're right. I need to go to the hoop more. I understand that. I'm nearly seven foot tall. I'm 250 something pounds. I'm gonna go down the paint and belong down there. And it just it just upsets me that I, I'm not hearing that from him. It sounds like he's content with staying outside the three point line, and it has been driving me crazy all year. And that's just one of the many things about this Bulls team that's driving me crazy. But hey, it's exactly the end of the All Star game. Derrick Rose, y'all, make it happen, people. Yeah, no, that's not bad. I like that. 
I feel like uh, who's the other one that's like pretty much side by side with Zach Levine that's like getting all star nub or all star nods. What's up? I think Kyle Lowry's right. He's like a, he's like only a thousand votes more than Levine right now. I, I, I probably I wasn't thinking Lowry though. It's, it's another dude on a dog shit team. Oh, ba- Bradley Beal. Beal, yeah, Beal too. It's I like, know. And I, his numbers are good right now. Oh yeah, he's but balling. what's the threshold for like missed games? Because he missed a lot of games this year. And oh, like, really? Yeah, and I just don't know if that's like a thing when it comes to factoring in the All Star votes. Right. But if it is, then I'd say Zach Levine deserves it over him. Yeah. I mean, remember that game? What did he hit? Eleven threes. That was cool. There's, there's no way that Zach Levine is not an NBA All-Star. And this, this is just when the, the voting just starts pissing me off. Is this this dude just belongs in the All-Star game. There's no if, and, or but about it. This dude is one of the best scorers in the league. He's proven that he can do it with the best of them. So why why he's even on the brink of not making the All-Star game baffles me. Isn't, this is just the fan voting, though, isn't it? Yeah. So this doesn't really like, fucking matter. It's no. like the starters <laughs> only or whatever. And right. Then the coaches pick everybody else. So he'll probably make it regardless. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. But it's just like, I feel like he should definitely be a shoot. The fact that he's not is just upsets me. And the All-Star game is mostly all dunks. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think he'd get in. Right. Pretty good dunker. Yeah. He said he wants awesome. to be in all the activities. Like, he wants to do three-point dunk and the game. All right. I could get behind that. Yeah. He said that it, it depends on if he makes the All-Star game, he's, he's definitely probably going to want to both the best and three-point contest. But if he doesn't, we'll see what happens. But, hey, just remember who's been reporting that he's going to be in the dunk contest since day one, baby. That's yeah. here. Get relevant. Facts. <laughs> and real quick, before we get away from basketball, Derrick Rose is going to be in the skills competition. That'll be cool. That's yeah. fire. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I, I can't wait to see him bounce past that ball through that fucking tire. The crowd's going to go crazy. <laughs> I love it. It's going to go ape shit. Oh, wait, and it's in Chicago. That's yeah. so cool, dude. And both God, the, yeah. That's the why he has to be there. He has to ridiculous. be there. Are they? Yeah, I mean, um, originally we were going to go, and then tickets are literally like $1,000, I think, right now. Oh. And it's like, what were they, Pelly? Like 600 bucks for the nosebleeds at the All-Star yeah, game? I think it was like, yeah, it was like 500 or 600 for third-deckers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous. And in the, in the NHL All-Star games, like 350 for the upper deck, so... All-Star games are expensive, man. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense, All-Stars but it's also poop. It's so dumb, but yeah. But like a thousands of dollars to sit up in the third, like the, yeah, the third deck at mm-hmm. the UC. Yeah, pretty no. dumb. No, no thanks. No You're paying thousands to watch millions, though. Yeah. That's fair. That's true. true. <laughs> but still. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> but since we're already heavy into baseball, boys, what do you think? We revoke the 2017 World Series and give it to the Chicago Cardinals. And we both get to split a ring. So we have 11 and a half. The St. Louis White Sox better. Do you? I was thinking. It doesn't have anything to do with the Cubs at all. You can't mistake it for the Cubs. Correct. Facts. Correct. All right. I don't hate that. Either way. Either way, it's, it's fine. Really long. It's like four different things St. Louis White Sox. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> you have a good point. <laughs> but The more the merrier, baby. Exactly. Dude, everything that keeps coming out about this scandal is fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That was sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, but, dude, it's just like, the thing that really set me over the edge, I was listening to the score the other day when I was at work, and it was literally breaking moves on there. Lawrence Holmes was like, oh, we have a tweet from... Oh, God, her, her name was stupid. She was posing as Carlos Beltran's niece. Oh, yeah. And she said, like, since nobody wants to talk about it, I will... Uh, Altuve and Bregman wear uh, buzzers in their jerseys, and that's why Altuve didn't want anybody to rip his jersey off at home plate after he hit that walk off off Chapman. And right away, Lawrence Holmes was like, "Well, that's the thing. It's Twitter. Like, 
we don't know if it's actually his niece or not. Right. It turned out it wasn't his niece. No. But it's a burner account of somebody like that's pretty fucking. That's, yeah, it was like a former MLB player. It was some, I don't know something like that. Yeah, I've seen it. And uh, shit, what else? Oh yeah, like two days prior, she said that Beltron was gonna step down as the Mets G- or Mets manager. Yeah, he did like literally two days later. It was just weird. And I I was all in. I believed this chick. This I don't remember her name. It was like I'm just gonna call her Sleazy Girl. That wasn't her name, but I'm just gonna call her Sleazy Girl. Um, but dude, it's so weird that like. We, we had that conversation, like, two weeks ago about Brady's buzzer in his ankle. Yeah. And now it's, like, actually a thing where we're talking about buzzers in players' jerseys in baseball. What and the, the fuck? ankle braces in football. Yeah. Which is very believable. And I'll touch on it real quick that we were talking about Tom Brady having a buzzer in his ankle brace that he's worn for years. And they buzz it when he has backside pressure. So he always knows it's coming and he steps up in the pocket and throws his little eight-yard slant route. Hey, they'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, they'd be pretty, yeah. We don't know. Cool kind and of we probably things. never will. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to make sure they're keeping my boy Tony LaRusso's name out of this. Keep my boy Tony far from this. And the White Sox. Really? Yeah. Shut up. Nah. If there's any more, like... You guys already have a scandal. You guys are good. Yeah, any discipline on the White Sox because of this stupid shit, then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty cool. Did you guys see how uh, they did it? How Tony LaRusso did that in Old Comiskey? There was a Gatorade sign in center field, and uh, somebody had to sit by a switch. And there was a little light on it, and uh, they would just steal signs. And if the light, you know, was if the light was on, then it was off speed. If the light was off, then it was that's just like baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. There was a camera in this, in like the signboard too. Like it, it, they got into it, and it was that was the eighties. That makes me sick. Yeah, hey man. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's the truth about it, dude. And the old pitcher, the pitcher that came out and said it, he said he doesn't even know if there was a new one, and because uh, they moved in nineteen ninety one, that was in like eighty nine or eighty eight when they were at Old Comiskey, and then they moved to the new stadium in ninety one, and he said they probably still had one, but I didn't even know if they did because I was a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> And my, my thing about the whole thing is is we got we got a dude named Pete Rose who's banned for life from baseball because he, he bet on himself. He never bet on the other team. He constantly bet on his team and the team he was playing for or coached. Yet, that dude is banned for life from baseball, has no chance of making the Hall of Fame, and never will, regardless of the fact that he's the best hitter to ever play the game. Meanwhile, these guys just won a World Series straight up cheating. You proved it. And all you do is give them a one-year suspension? And that lose... A first and a second round pick. Which like, is mean, meaningless picks for those teams. Yeah. Like the Astros, because good teams pick late in the MLB draft and they uh, get up their farm system and make good players. Yeah. Like that's that's what they're about because then they sell these first and second round picks all the time for the big name players that they already know are good. Yeah. That's like yeah. that's how they operate. So it really doesn't hurt them that much. And five million five million bucks off a of fine is yeah. nothing. I saw to that the Astros. maximum's five million dollar fine. I was like, like oh, yeah, that's what? Hurt. They wipe their ass with Yeah. <laughs> the, their, their owner probably laughed. And he's like, all right, well, I'll make the bench coach the head coach, and then I'll fire you two to make sure that it looks like we're doing discipline, and we're still going to cheat this year. So we're, we're good. Because yeah. the bench coach already knows how it's going down. Corrupt. Yeah, very corrupt. And like, like politics. After Chapman gave up that home run off, off, off of Altuve, like the face he made at the time, I was like, what the fuck's he laughing at? Yeah. Like, you just fucking, Makes your sense. season's over, dude. And then, like, now it's, like, he knew. like Yeah. And, like, you see people like Trevor Bauer, Mike Clevenger coming out. And, and like, Mike Fears 
is it fears or fires? fires. Dude, I can never get that four right. Four years. Man, four years. <laughs> <laughs> he came out and he was like, yeah, I mean, even when I was with the Astros, they were cheating the whole time. Like, And Jessica Mendoza, this chick who works yeah, for the Mets. I saw that. She's uh. There needs to be some separation between House and Senate there because she works for the Mets, but she's also a reporter for ESPN. What the fuck? And she's just, she's like, yeah, I don't like how Mike Foyer went (laughs) went to the media and said, like, that they were cheating. He could have handled that way better. Didn't she come out and, like, say straight up that he came off as a snitch more Uh, more than the good guy? Because I, I remember seeing that on ESPN. I don't know if it was her quote or somebody else's, but somebody said that from ESPN that Mike Fires looked more of like a snitch than the good guy. I'm like, what? What a whore. I'm like, to only Astros fans. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I don't feel bad about it either. Yeah. Like, maybe to Astros fans, but to everybody else, he's the fucking good guy. Yeah. Definitely. Go fucking Mike Fires. Like, that guy... He's Foyer. Threw yeah. a no-hitter. Yeah. For now on, he's I think Mike he's thrown Foyer. two. Matt, Mike, Matt Foyer. <laughs> no, yeah, he has thrown two no-hitters. Yeah, he's good. And, and he's the snitch. I was like, fuck you. I'm like, you must be fucking ESPN Dallas or Houston or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I think the only reason that uh, she came out and said that was because she didn't want Beltron to have to step away from the Mets. Yeah. But... He was gone regardless, yeah. Jessica. <laughs> Stick to... Oh, I was about to say something bad. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to reporting baseball. Yeah. Doing your job. Thank you. Thank you for having my back. <laughs> and w- real quick, I wanted to say in like... It could have been a, one of our first 10 episodes. I remember saying that the Astros were cheaters because all their pitcher spin rates were higher than other teams. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And now, uh-huh. now there's things coming out about that too. How to make the magical pine tar that... Uh, the Astros used for their spin rate. What? Yes. I swear to God. You can't. It was like really gross too, but however the fuck they made that pine tar, like uh, a lot of people are saying that Garrett Cole's spin rate's going to go down this year. Yeah, I was just thinking about him. And you're going to know why unless he fucking starts whipping it up in the dugout. That's (laughs) weird. Yeah. Crack lab in the dugout going, (laughs) making pine tar. Like it was, all shit, cheaters, (laughs) man. And uh, <laughs> one of the White Sox pitchers came out too and said that uh, in one of the videos. Uh, oh, don't quote me on that. Might not have been one of the White Sox pitchers, but one of the pitchers that knew, or because you know this stuff circulates in the league as the season goes on that these guys steal signs. Mm-hmm. So um, it was no. This was actually Carlos Beltran's last at bat. One of the pitchers was uh, thinking about how this was the last time he was going to face Carlos Beltran ever, and. He, He's such, he was such a hard out for his whole career, and this guy was like, all right, I'm going to get him here. He goes up 0-2, and Carlos Beltran laid off the next four pitches, and he walked him. He said he couldn't believe it, and now that he thinks about it, he did hear the banging in the dugout. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just one thing after another right now just comes out about all this shit. It's crazy. It's fucking weird, dude. A lot of stuff <laughs> The, the problem is that, that it's all just like circumstantial evidence, like like that, like that's something that could be debated either way, and that's and that, I feel like that's where a lot of this is going to end up coming down until they figure out or they have evidence of a wiretap or something like that. You know, like their their investigation in the first place was sign stealing scandal. So when when the wiretap came out and they were like, oh, we looked into that, I don't buy that at all because they were looking into sign stealing scandal. They weren't looking into wiretap. I don't think that that was. I don't, I don't think that they gave that the whole thorough investigation that it deserves. And, until then, we're just left here asking ourselves questions that we'll never know the answer to. They just want to push under the rug, dude. They want us to talk about how awesome Mike Trout and Ronald Acuna are, but they don't want to talk about how fucking, like you said, corrupt this game is. And hey, man, 
Uh, I'm, I'll say it first. I'm kind of worried that something's going to come out about the Cardinals because we win. And I feel like they're just going to go after these teams that win constantly and see if they were cheating. We got a fucking telescope in the St. Louis Arch looking down at the fucking catchers <laughs> getting signs. <laughs> we, got it, we got it from a distance, so we're good to go. They ain't going to find that shit. That'd be, that'd be something. <laughs> I, I did see a quote from Mike Schilt in all these, or right before these winter meeting or the winter, what is it, the, the like, the te- introducing the team stuff that's going on right yeah. now. Um, he had a quote where they, they asked him about it. He was like, hey, all I know is I can go to bed and sleep well at night because we win and we do it the right way, and I know that top to bottom. And, he, and so I, I, I trust Mike Schilt. That's my manager. That's my boy. We're clean. Go card. I wasn't talking Schilt as much as I was talking Matheny. Oh, yeah, just just the Cardinals organization in general. I right. know you, man. I'm, I just, I'm just talking as of right now, as of 20-whatever, whatever, right. came up board. Like, we, we, know for, we know for a fact. I mean, he's, he's a holy man. He's a religious man. He's a man of God. Yeah, I, I I can get behind Schilt, especially after that speech that he gave after the NLDS. Shout out Randy. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck, man. I didn't even think about that why Randy got traded. That's how he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> they shipped him out of there. But the biggest losers in all this, the L.A. Dodgers. Because they lost back-to-back World Series against two teams that were cheating. <laughs> oh, my God. That is brutal. When, did you guys hear about the petition that they have in L.A. now? Oh, for the 2017 World Series? Like, that's never going to happen. No. Never, ever. I mean, those were two of the best teams ever, I thought, at the time, when they both won the Red Sox and the Astros in 17 and 18. But now it's just like what the fuck dude like cause that that Dodgers team was always really really good yeah and they could just never get over the hump and now we know why yeah and like you look at Altuve Bregman Correa all their splits at home and on the road it is crazy yeah like Correa is hitting like 430 at home and like 160 on the road it's like what the fuck like don't get me wrong, I, I remember fucking slapping dicks at Adam Bernardi and LaSalle and then going to Washington and Peru and fucking sending one 450 dead center. There ain't no splits around here. Like, dude, I don't think you just fucking get on a train or a bus or whatever. You go fucking halfway across the country and you just suck. I get LaSalle Peru's a five-minute drive, but, you know, I, I don't know, man. Something's not right about all this, but at least we're not Dodger fans. Yeah, and there was a God. scout, too, that was, he was fully just in on the Astros were cheaters for, like, years. And he started going to these World Series games, and he sat right behind the Astros' dugout uh, when, when they were cheating. And uh, he said good hitters like Altuve and Bregman and uh, Springer would be like looking like fools up there sometimes, like swinging out of their shoes, just looking completely stupid. And he said hitters that are that good don't miss pitches like that. Right. And he said uh, that's when they were wrong, yeah. sign-stealing. Like when the pitchers would switch it up with their catcher, then they'd be wrong. Yeah, there was some Dodgers pitcher that said they when he played the Astros, it was some pitcher that took a no-hitter five and two-thirds. He said he, him and his catcher switched up their uh, signals every single inning, Yeah, and they just couldn't get on them. Some guys Damn, were doing it like every yeah. eight pitches. They were switching up their sequence. That's From the start of the game against the Astros, they would have to switch their sequence eight every eight pitches. That is ridiculous. And like everybody knew happen. it. Everybody knew it pretty much. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's that one video that you sent in a while, or in the group chat a while back, Jerkis, and it was just of, like, when it first all started coming out, and we, and it was, you know, the pitcher, the opposing pitchers throwing the ball, and you keep hearing the bangs in the dugout, and then you saw that the pitcher and the catcher came together, and you saw, like, some type of, like, animation in their faces that was, like, something's up here. Yeah. You know? That was and, Danny Farquhar and uh, James McCann from the White Sox. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. 
and that and that was like that was definitely I mean that's a huge but that's the thing like if people knew then why is it just coming out you know I think that it just kind of speaks to the fact I mean we talked about it in our group chat it feels like everybody's cheap yeah they don't want to lose money man the only beat does yeah. not want to lose money well, they don't want to, yeah, because it, it all ties together. Because yeah. they don't want to lose the viewers, and they don't want to be looked at as the league that just cheats. So that's why it's kind of hush hush. Yeah. Like the, the the big wigs, you know, the people in the front office are going to be like, no, don't do that. Yeah. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> Zip it, pal. Yeah. It's fucked. It's We're, so crazy how it went from trash can banging to fucking buzzers in your jersey and wiretaps. Yeah. yeah. Started off so like I don't know about that. To, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jim. In, in theory, like if if teams were catching on to you banging on your dugout or banging on a trash can, it would make sense to switch it to something that nobody could hear, right? Yep. Or nobody yep. Could see. So that's and, just another piece of it. And the Cardinals are good because you know they're they're just under uh, King Mike Schilt, so. Tyler O'Neill likes to rip off his shirt a lot, and he never has a wire on him, so we're good to yeah. go. Exactly. Yeah. Fair. Exactly. Cardinals Fair. aren't cheaters, <laughs> and Ricky's way too stupid to cheat for the White Sox. So. Yo-Yo's jersey's always like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Yo-Yo's got to show off all of his chains, so we're, we're definitely not cheaters. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Yeah, because Ricky, I mean, if it's like 103 degrees on a summer day, and Ricky's just sitting out there, he'll get thrown out in the second inning. He wants to go hit the, the back. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go hit the bush lights, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love those pictures because it happened all the time last year it did because I don't think Ricky will be doing it this year he shouldn't be because the boys are good but last year's He's second inning it's like, yeah you'd see it pop up like 99 degrees today I'm like oh that fucking sucks Ricky would go out there second inning like you know just like a pitch that was outside call it a ball he's just like what the fuck he just <laughs> run out there and he gets kicked out I'm like I love it your mother's a whore <laughs> He instantly goes out there and says something completely vulgar. Like, get out of here. And Ricky's just like, all right. Ah, shit. He knows every single, what tips off every single one. Yeah. Just sends them over the he edge. He looks into him. He goes on the Yeah, he gets out his notepad. Yeah. What we got today back there? Joe West. Joe West, huh? His mother's ass. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, oh wait, another another good thing, nice little nugget. I hate to bring him up because he's a Cub now, but you Darvish, you Darvish in the NLCS and the NLDS, the year that they played the Astros, the seventeen, seventeen, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the year they played the Astros, his ERA in those two series was like one seven something. He got to the World Series, it was twenty one point six. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, and it was like, and you Darvish put on Twitter, he's like, so does this mean that like cleans my ERA off? Like, are we good here now? Like, it's just funny because you Darvish speaks a different language, and he always he tweets in hieroglyphics sometimes, and the other times he tweets in English. It's classic. Yeah, dude, I, I fucking hate the Cubs, but I like you Darvish's Twitter. Can't lie. Yeah, no, I mean you gotta you gotta credit where credit's due. You guys, exactly. you guys I like when people clap back at you, Darpy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because then he, he really doesn't know what to say. Then he'll just put like a few sad face emojis, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> there was one where he went at somebody, and they were like, hey, I don't need help to, to hit your pitches. And he just like was like, oh, calm down. I didn't. I did. <laughs> you guys got anything else on baseball before we head to. Uh... Fuck the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs. Perfect. But the Cubs, Nolan Arenado will be acquired by the by the trade deadline, and go Cardinals. Damn, that's what we're talking about, trade deadline. Damn. That's I feel like I mean I mean last week here it's, it's just it hasn't moved like we wanted to, and right. I just I feel like uh, hey man, we this, get everything done under the table. 
Hey, you're right. You're right. Mozilla's uh, he's pretty low key with everything. We all know that. So shit, never know. But I just I got a feeling that if we do make a move, it'll be more in the season than anything. All right. Well, either way, as long as we get number twenty-eight on the in the Bush game, there's yeah. no trade clauses, man. They're fucking everything up. Yeah, I mean everything that goes through the players get called, and they're just like, mm, no. I and then it ends everything. They could be negotiating for like days, and then they just call these players, and they're like, eh, nah. probably not. No. <laughs> I saw that if the Cardinals do make this move, they're gonna make him take that opt out off the contract completely. So that would be that's cool. dope. Yeah. So that changes yeah. everything. Yeah. That, that smashes my theory. Then right. I love it. Yeah. But I that opt out's big, dude. Oh that, yeah, it's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, dude. <sighs> I don't even want to think about it right now. And I mean, on on top of it, on top of getting the opt out. Um, oh shit! I lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Cubs. Beautiful but, way to end it. But that's all right. Well, and the the thing is, though, mm-hmm. I did read that the Dodgers, Arenado's favorite team, of course, would be willing to move Turner over to first base, and that scares me. Fuck oh, that oh. old bitch. Yeah, exactly. And in like 2021, something happens with Turner too, and then there's his opt out. What I, I was thinking of, what I was thinking of is Nolan Arenado said that he has a profound respect for the city of St. Louis and the history of the organization. So that makes me think that, like you were talking about earlier, the like he could just be like, ah, no, I don't want to. I, I do think that it would be cool being a Cardinal. It's just a matter of making it happen. Yeah. Hey, man, we should just send the trade ourselves. Yeah. I'd give him a first rounder. We'll DM him. Okay, I'm down. Right, fuck it. Let's send him a first rounder, Libertor. Uh, do we want to keep Tyler O'Neill? Nah. All right, that works. Uh, and you know what? Hudson was good, but if it gets me a MVP candidate each and every year, see ya. How about Carlos yep. instead of Dakota Hudson? It, I just They'd feel probably like, have to both be in it. Is yeah. The bad part. I think Dakota led the league in walks last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Lots of walks. Yeah. Yeah, but he was also up there in strikeouts, which is kind of like yeah. the... Led the, it, led the Cardinals in wins, though. Yeah. No, he was like... His win-loss was our best on the team. Yeah. Exactly. I think it was 16, right? Yeah. 16. And, like, Flaherty's second half was just really good. Like, the first half, Flaherty was, like, pretty shaky. But the thing was with Flaherty, it was, like, three bad pitches a game. And yeah. that would really – and then they'd have five runs. Yeah. It was just like, well, fuck, man. That's that's the thing with Giolito. Like, if he has a bad inning, then that's normally it. Yeah. And then the rest of the game, he's lights out. But he had no offense around him. But now, if he does have, you know, a shaky day, gives up three or four and, you know, five and two-thirds or whatever you want to – yeah, but now he has those guys that can go in there and get six runs in an inning, right? And do all that shit. So it'll, be, I think, it'll just be a great year for Flaherty and Giolito. I don't think those guys will regress at all. I hope so, dude. Because yeah, Giolito was shaky in the second half last year, and now he's getting like no clout in the off season because of his shaky second half. I and mean, he wasn't that shaky. But I mean, and I love seeing Jack Flaherty news because he's he is he on ESPN and shit like the up and coming pitchers. He he's on every list. Yeah, but Giolito's getting no love yet, so he's just got to go ball out still. Hey man, if he has the first half like he did last year, then well, he'll certainly be on there. And he did get shut down early too. That's part of it too. Yeah, just like the last two months with it was just an oblique strain, and they but they didn't want to pitch him again. They just said, "No, you're done." Yeah, Don't understandable. Mean, yeah. Man, I love I love Jack Flaherty though. That that dude's a bona fide stud. I'm so happy he's a Cardinal man. Yeah, those that high school breeds studs. Have you been seeing him do to. yoga on Twitter? Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it as a as a as a co yogi. I love it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> co yogi, well done. <laughs> but 
Well, let's uh, talk about those football games last week. Last week, real quick. Last week, real quick. Well done. Uh, so, uh, who even played last week? Ravens, Titans. Ravens, Titans. Uh, I picked the Titans. He did. I'm he did smart. Pick the Titans. Yeah, that's it. I didn't well, go with the Titans, Titans, and it was bad. You guys are all fucking idiots. I didn't, get, I didn't get the vote, so you can't say I'm You're an still idiot. an idiot because you would have picked the fucking Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, you would have. You would have. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody would have. It was a smart tip. Yeah, I wanted Lamar to keep going. <clears throat> On the block with it. Y'all. Yeah. North Pole snow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like we don't have to go too deep into that game. Uh, it was an ugly game. The Ravens looked like shit. It was their worst game of the season. They failed to... They got every single drive into Tennessee territory, and they ended up with 12 points. That's bad. That's that was good. their first two like failed uh, fourth down conversions, too, I think. Really? Yeah. That's not good. Those are terrible. They, they've been getting those fourth and shorts all year long, and then when it comes out to crunch time. I mean, that's also – Mark Ingram was clearly banged up, clearly wasn't himself. And that That's a huge part of that offense because, I mean, if you don't even have the threat of running the ball, then Lamar, that, Lamar Jackson's game becomes way more – what. So. Yeah, Mark exactly. Ingram looked good in the first half, though. Gus Edwards looked good, stream. too. Yeah, and uh, Mark Ingram, he was breaking off six, seven-yard runs every time they gave him the ball. So I thought that they looked pretty good at the beginning of the game. But He's you probably just, just hurting. Yeah. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of empty backfields, though, which is something that they usually don't do. And I was just looking at that and just, I don't know, it just, it just seemed like it was they, they did something different in the game that was different from what they had been doing all year long, and it clearly didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, they cracked under the pressure. feels like they kind of just wanted to line up and just run their plays when uh, they knew they were even coming. Yeah. And they just weren't working like they normally do. Yeah. And, I mean, that was the first fourth and ones that they've missed all year. Yeah. Crazy. And they just got shut down completely. The other Saturday game, fuck the Vikings. They got fucking cakewalked. The Jimmy G, Pelly, I'm going to keep saying it. Jimmy G is not elite. Uh, put, put up like 130 yards and a touchdown, and they won very convincingly. They can run the ball like no other fucking team can. Uh, Vikings defense looked awful. The Niners did basically everything they wanted to do. <clears throat> Aside from Jimmy G's pick, He they looked perfect. Uh there's not much to say about that game. I agree that Jimmy G's not elite, but he's good enough to do like what he has to do. For oh, yeah. yeah like, he the, can put the ball where it needs to be when it has to yeah, be thrown. Definitely. Not like Mitch. But. No, well, uh, nobody's Mitch Trubisky, man. <laughs> uh, I, I but, saw this stat. Oh, go ahead, my bad. I was just going to say, the, my, my whole thing with Jimmy G not being elite is that like it does it like Mitch could reach that level. It just depends on if we have a run game, if the offense is clicking on different cylinders and just worrying about Mitch's game. Like Mitch, Mitch can reach that level where it's like he does enough to win, but that's, you know, that's Bears talk. I don't want to get too deep into that. <laughs> yeah, we're far from the playoffs right now. Uh, I yeah. saw this thing about uh, Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers, six seasons, both of their six seasons. Jimmy G's currently in his sixth. Uh, they had very identical numbers. Yeah, it was yeah. like 28 to 11 and like 26 to 12. Both had like 3,800 yards, and Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl his sixth year. So, something to note. Gold um, rush. Brent's, Brent's Chiefs. Uh, Shakiest, unanswered. shakiest start I've ever seen into the best comeback I've ever seen. Yeah, I it mean, was, it was special teams though. The yeah. special teams was just, it was, it was crazy on both ends. Yeah, it was fucking banana lands. Like just every time <laughs> they kicked it, it was crazy. I don't understand why the Texans went forward on, on that fake punt. 
What the fuck? Fucking I dirty mean, Dan coming in clutch, baby. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. That fuck that, that guy. Sick play. Fuck that guy. I don't so like Dan stupid. at all, but he did good right there. Yeah. I I feel so bad for Deshaun, dude. Like He has the dumbest coach. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, if Bill O'Brien is there next year, then they will literally go 10-6. and six. They'll win the division because <laughs> yeah. the division's bad, and they'll just be a first-round exit. It'll be like that till the end of time as long as Bill O'Brien is there. Yeah. That's, that's just the way it'll be. I mean... That's- and that's the thing they have, they have enough talent to make the playoffs. They yes. they don't have the coaching to win the Super Bowl. Like, look at the past ten years of coaches that won the Super Bowl. You got Doug Peterson, you got Belichick, you got Tomlin, you got fucking who's the well I guess Tony Dungy, but that was a while ago. Sean Payton. Like, I mean, these are all good coaches that win the Super Bowl. Bill O'Brien is not in that mix. No. And Andy Reid is in that mix, and he very well could get his first Super Bowl this year. I mean, dude. The Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense since Week 11 has been letting up 14 points a game, even with letting up 24 in the first quarter to the, including playoffs, 24 in the first quarter to the Texans, and which meant nothing. Meant you nothing. Just put up 51 unanswered. And, and I said in the group, I was like, this is like as good of a start as Houston could ask for, but this game would be over if it was against anybody but Kansas City. And yep. then they scored three touchdowns in two and a half minutes. Yep. It was. Uh, go ahead, Pedro. I just said, I just said, crazy. That's insane. Go ahead. It's all you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just love Patrick Mahomes. That's all I got to say. This offense is just, we're never out of anything. I just stopped watching. I felt like I was bad luck. I do that for Cardinals games. I do it for Chiefs games. I do it for any kind of game. I feel like I'm a bad luck charm sometimes. And then I stopped watching. I look at my phone, and then we were winning. And then I started watching again, and it was cool. Didn't that one guy leave the stadium and yeah, then he started winning? He, that guy, there was a guy that's been like at the last three playoff games the past three years, and they lost every time he was there. And he told... Like everybody like in this section, like if they're down by three touchdowns, he's leaving. As soon as they were down by three touchdowns, he fucking left, and then they started going on a comeback. And then Patty <laughs> tweeted at him and said, "Stay at home for this game." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine being that dude, and then Patty just comes at you like that. It's like you, you might as well just stop being a Chiefs fan. <laughs> Aren't they like boys though? Like the dude was on Sports Center talking about. It. I'm sure he's got like really? some sort of prevalence Action. in the sports world. Yeah. Like I don't know. Uh, he was on Sports Center talking about it to one of the one of the awful anchors at noon, just oh, like, oh, like Patrick Mahomes tweeted you and told you to leave the stadium. The guy's like, yeah, uh, man, like every single time I go to that game, man, it was pretty funny. Though. I mean, shit, dude, the Chiefs look just as good as anybody right now. And if their defense is doing that, then there isn't a team that the Chiefs can't beat. And lastly, oh my bad. Maybe my pick since week 15, baby. Go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> pick since week one. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, lastly, we don't have to talk about this one too much because the refs won this game for the Packers. The Packers looked good in the first half, and Jimmy Graham was clearly a yard short. They win the game because they need Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship, which I would argue that Russell Wilson sells just as many tickets as Aaron Rodgers, even though I hate yeah. them both with my whole heart. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Marshawn had two TDs. Shout out, Marshawn. Yeah. He averaged like a yard a carry. I feel bad for him. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. Six cool. carries, seven yards, two touchdowns, something like that. Good to see him come back, though. Yeah. Take care of y'all mentals and take care of y'all chicken. <laughs> and, Jerkis, I'm starting to get with you on this Russell Wilson train. I'm I'm just, I'm upset that he's an MVP all year and then it comes down to the Packers and he just plays, he just puts up a stinker. I, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> a stinker. Stinker. <laughs> he didn't really have that bad of a game, did he? His first half was awful. Oh, yeah, his first half. Of the but that's, that's half. always Russ. His yeah. first half's always dog shit. And then second half, it's, oh, danger, Russ. Yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson is incredible. It's like, dude. <laughs> Play like that the whole game. You yeah. went by three touchdowns. You got dude. four quarters to play, not two. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you're us. <laughs> I don't know these these matchups. I both the Niners and the Packers didn't make the playoffs last year to being in the NFC Championship. 
and the Chiefs made it to the AFC Championship last year, and the Titans, I don't think, made the playoffs. Mm, I don't think they did either, but the Titans made the playoffs like two years ago and beat the Chiefs, or three years ago. Wow. That was a shitty time. Marcus Mariota playoff win against the Chiefs. Yikes. Yeah. We don't talk about those times. There was there, That was always the knock against Andy Reid. He can't win playoff games at home. Yeah. Fuck Alex Smith, dude. <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, exactly. He was good, but he sucked. Me and Brent were I, talking about this yesterday. Like, on that playoff game, Devontae and Aaron Rodgers, what, Devontae had, what, 160 yards and two touchdowns? Like dude, where do you put their, like, connection, like, their duo in the league? I mean... Like, I hate them, but you got, I don't know, they're, they have a good connection. The thing is that... Adams is all Rogers has in that passing game, man. Right. So I, I feel like I feel like it's, it's definitely up there. You can tell they're on the same page. There's no when when Adams was out this year, you can tell that those receivers just weren't moving the same way that no. Adams would, or like find find a way to get open when Rogers scrambles like Adams would. So I think that definitely is up there in the rapport between quarterbacks and receivers. The Packers were undefeated when Devontae was hurt, though. Really? Yeah, and he had that huge game against the Raiders. The yeah, they had that huge game against the Raiders. He had like 350 and five touchdowns. Like it was like. It was like, oh, Rodgers doesn't even need Devontae. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I fucking hate them both, so I'm obviously yeah. very biased. But, I mean, like, I'd put, obviously, I'd put Mike Thomas, Drew Brees above him. I'd put, Would you put Julio and Matt Ryan above him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they'd be fourth, fifth. It depend- yeah. Like, I don't know, Jameis and Mike Evans. I don't Mitch know. and A-Rod? Mitch and A-Rod, <laughs> I mean, Patty and Ty- pa- I'd say Patty and Kelsey. I mean, Mitch fucking- and Shaheen? Fuck Adam Sheen. Don't say that name anymore. <laughs> Kelsey had fucking like 10 for 130 and three Dude, touchdowns. Yeah. Would it be Patty and Tyreek or Patty and Kelsey? It's got to be Kelsey. That's what I said. Kelsey's like his, rock. Like his target. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be Kelsey. his go-to guy. Would Russ like, and Lockett be up there at all, do you think? No. Tyler no. Lockett just becomes a he, ghost. I hate him, though. Yeah. He's a bot. He is a bot. <laughs> he's good, but he's not a number one, I don't think. No. Yeah, no, he's a good number two. DK yeah. is going to be that one. DK is a boy. Can't run around cones. Yeah, yeah. sucks in the NFL. Can't run around cones. Can't catch the ball. <laughs> he can't catch the ball because he can't run around cones. <laughs> then he sets a rookie record for playoff receiving. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, now we got uh, Titans Chiefs, Packers Niners. Uh, let's start off with Titans Chiefs. Frank Clark on Derrick Henry. Did you see this? Yeah, I did see a tweet there. He said it today on ESPN or whatever. Yeah. This is a quote from Frank Clark. And is Chris Jones playing this week? No, I don't think so. Well, I think get he's him like for the Super Bowl. Nah. Who cares? <laughs> Frank Clark on Derrick Henry. He's not hard to hit. He's just a big guy. 240, 245, 250. Honestly, he shouldn't be running he should be running harder at his weight and at his size. I don't see no difficulty in tackling him. He's just as easy to me up front because I don't look at any running back like they can be tackled. He's not one of the best guys at breaking tackles to me, honestly. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a bold statement. Very I, I, I can't wait to see this tweet quoted. Then it'll be a picture of Derek Henry truck and Frank Clark. I'll be, God damn it. Yeah. Same thing Earl did. Yeah, exactly. And then Earl got fucking turned into a lead yep. blocker on that fucking run. Uh, I don't know, dude. But I, mean, I respect the confidence. He thinks he's the best. He probably thinks he Derek Henry isn't shit because, I mean, this is a 6'6". 270 dude talking shit. Exactly. So he's got he's got some place to talk. Right. No, I mean <laughs> I I, I want to say it's unwarranted because Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, mean especially it, at this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you would have said that after the game it'd be like, "All right, talk your shit, dude." Yeah. Like, cool, but like I just I don't know. I don't like the light and the fire under his ass type and deal like, right there. Derek Henry had like 180 on us earlier in the year. Yeah, <laughs> and like two touchdowns. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If Frank Clark might have been out that game. He's always I, he's more of a pass rusher than he is a run stopper too. So I didn't understand his shit talking about that. I was like, that's not he's really your forte. I mean, he can do it, but it's not really his you know specialty. Right. I don't know. Yes. It'll be interesting. 
he just set himself up, man. I mean, you, yeah. you know you know that Derrick Henry is sitting somewhere, and he might not have heard of it firsthand, but somebody came up to him and said something about it, and you know that he's thinking to himself, all right, okay, you, you think that? I'll show you. I'll show you. And that's just, I mean, Derrick Henry, think of that or been that type of mindset, I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you got the honey badger. Did you hear? Did you see what he said about it? No. He said it's like running into a rock. Like he saw. He saw earlier, like when they played him this year, that he broke his jaw when he was trying to tackle him. <laughs> like how hard it was just trying to take him down when he ran into him. See, yeah. Oh, it's two two sides of the thing right there. Yeah. But the honey badger is also five nine one ninety. Right. <laughs> and, he, and he's in the, he's in the secondary, so you know when if if he is getting a piece of Derrick Henry, he's already got it. Yeah. Least. Derrick Henry's got some momentum going for him at that point. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's a nice side step out of the way. Yeah. 20 weeks of football yeah. up to this point already, and that dude's running at you full speed in 20-degree weather. Hot pass. Wow. <laughs> Sounds horrible, dude. I just, I just dropped to the ground. Maybe he'd trip over me. Grab his ankles. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Not even jump right like- <laughs> and dive at his legs. Look, look behind you and go, what do we have to the end zone? 40 yards? <laughs> That's not too big of a run. You can go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but as for the picks for this game... Uh, I gotta go Chiefs. I mean, why wouldn't I? Yeah. After last week, there's That's, no reason for me not to. Everything I see on ESPN is just, it's always the same thing. It's like, they give you all the reasons why the Titans could or should win, but then the person picks the Chiefs. They're like, well, you can't pick against the Chiefs. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd second that, too. It's hard not to. It's just, it's like, I love Mike Vrabel, but Andy Reid versus Mike Vrabel. I'll take Andy Reid. In Arrowhead. Mahomes versus Tannehill. Mahomes versus Tannehill. I mean, that it's one, a close one goes unsaid. <laughs> Did you guys hear that Mike Vrabel said that he would cut off his dick if they won the if they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, dude, that was on uh, Busting with the Boys. Jesus, dude, that's Christ. crazy. I'm all for it. That's he's all like, said that preseason, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's yeah. like, I have a wife, I have kids. Like, sure. It, Taylor Lewan, his left tackle, asked him that. Jesus, <laughs> he's kind of scared. He's like, shit, I'm kind of. I doubt he'd actually cut his dick off. Probably not. He said he would. He didn't say. He, he said he would. He didn't say he's gonna. Yeah. It, it, so uh, I'm gonna know. go with Rabel and the boys. Damn, fuck you, Gary. I'm gonna be the outlier. Don't hate it. Pelly, what you got for this game? <laughs> well, my my thing is that on top of Derrick Henry, the Titans' defense has been locked down, and I just I just don't I, I in terms of like you said like you're talking about the Texans being up 24 in the first quarter. There's only one team in the league that cannot that can do it. Come back and score 50 something unanswered points, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't see that. I don't see the I don't see the Titans defense holding up like it has in recent weeks, and I think I think it's gonna be a really damn good game, and I think that Derrick Henry's gonna have a day, but I'm got, I gotta go Chiefs. It just depends on if the Titans can keep the ball out of the Chiefs' like, offense. It's <laughs> really exactly. what it comes down to. And that's that's the thing though. That's that's why it's such the perfect formula because Derrick Henry can run the ball thirty plus times a game and get two hundred yards and, and keep the ball away from their offense. So that's just oh, that's such a good system they got right now. It'll be a good game. I yeah. think it'll be a better game than, like, I expect it to be. I expect the Chiefs to win by 21. Just like I said last week, like, don't be surprised if the Chiefs win this game by 21. But, like you said, like, this is, like, perfect. Like, a, a team that needs to keep the ball away from Patty, there's not a team better at doing yeah. that than the Titans. Exactly. exactly. So, it'll be a good game. Better than the Packers, 49ers, in my opinion. Perfect. It's hard to beat the same team twice in the year. Correct. It's hard to beat the Chiefs twice in one year. Correct. Might be a little bit harder than most teams now. I'm confident, you know. It's definitely going to be a good one, though. Yeah, no, I'd be confident if I was you, too. I mean, I'd probably be talking a little bit more shit. <laughs> but uh, that's that's. I don't know how to win yet, clearly, with football. Cause, yeah, that's uh, all right. I counted my chickens before they hatched in the preseason. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about the dumb shitheads versus the Niners. Um, Last shit. time we played, they got whomped. 37-8, week 12, I think it was. The shitheads shouldn't be here. No. Mm-hmm. But they are. And they're going to make it to the next round. You think they're gonna win? Yeah, 
right. Shitheads. It's all set as up. In exactly. It's it's it's, it's all the, set up. Um, yeah, like you said, baseball's all rigged, and so is football. Everything's all rigged. It is rigged. In a, in years, and the first Super Bowl was Chiefs Packers. Oh and God. Mahomes Rogers or Tannehill Garoppolo? What's gonna have more money? Yeah. No, you have great. Now that you said that, I'm like kind of pissed off. Yeah, dude, it kind of sucks. So like, I'm like, I'm not that mad because like the Chiefs are making the Super Bowl, but the first Super Bowl the Packers won, so that's pretty shitty if they keep the you know the tradition going. Ugh. That's gross, dude. If that happens, then you heard it here first. The NFL's right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. So that's what stinks. Yeah, I mean, I gotta go Niners just because of Same. how good they've looked. I mean. You saw the teams with the bye come out and look shaky at the start. Like, Chiefs did look shaky at the start. Ravens were flat as hell. Fuck, flat as this table we're sitting at. Who's the other team with the bye? Oh, the Packers. Packers. Yeah. And, I mean, they they looked good right away. Niners, right? Yeah, Packers, Niners. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. This is just a perfect case of Niners run the shit out of the ball. Packers can't stop the run. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if, If... the game has to get put into Jimmy G's hands. We've seen him do it before with the Saints. That Saints game where they won 48-45, he, the ball was in his hands and he won that game. But if Jimmy G needs to win this game, then I don't see the Niners winning. I, I, don't, I don't see the Packers' defense really being like great against them. No, I, I so, hope not. I, I think, I think oh. the Niners are going to kick the shit out of them. That front four, like, that's, that's the formula for beating good quarterbacks is being only having to send four. And they have the best front four in the league. Man. I mean, Bosa's an absolute fucking animal, dude. The way Nick Bosa plays, you'd think it's his fifth year in the league and he's just like a poised superstar at this point. Yeah. He's a fucking rookie. He is going to win rookie of the year. He is He's incredible, dude. He's defense awesome. scary. That defense got is Richard sick. Sherman. Sherman <clears throat> fucking owns Rodgers. He's Rodgers' daddy. Unreal in the playoffs. Dude. Yeah. Like, his numbers in the playoffs are fucking unreal. He's good, man. The yeah. last time he played Rodgers, he had a game-clinching interception. Yeah. Yep. Dude, and the thing with Russell, or Russell Sherman, Richard Sherman, every <laughs> single week this year, he had the same speech. I'm sure you guys saw it a million times oh, yeah, like yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, everybody's counting us out. Nobody thought we'd be good. Keep saying that. Keep st- Stay on that train. And it was really annoying me until last week where he was, like, put into perspective. Like, you look at anybody's, corner, anybody's numbers from the past six, seven years, nobody's better than me. And it's just <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, Go ahead, pal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said it. I said it's facts. I, I actually, I love Richard Sherman. Honestly, I, I from the second, from the second that he went on national TV after he, after he clinched the the NFC Championship against the Niners when he was on the Seahawks, and he said, "Don't put a sorry ass receiver like Michael Crabtree on me." I, 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 I like to do sense, and I love, I love the way that he talks. I love how confident he is. He's a damn good playoff cornerback, a damn good cornerback in general. And if he's on Devontae Adams. Then you'd imagine that's that you know Rogers gonna have to look different ways, which is probably one of the main reasons I'm taking the Niners as well as I just think that that run game's gonna do what they gotta do, and Garoppolo's gonna be able to take advantage of a secondary that's gotta come down and treat the run. And I just think I just don't I don't see the I mean I I can't I can see the Packers winning this game. I don't want to I don't want to be surprised if they do, but I just don't I feel like the the Niners are like the Rams of last year. And yeah. I feel like they're just they're gonna get there, and then I really feel like whoever they play, whether it is the Chiefs or it's the Titans, I just feel like they're not gonna win. But I do think they're gonna be there. Yeah, can we just talk about how appalled Lisa Andrews was during that interview? Oh God, it was <laughs> awesome. Her so, face, so funny. She's like, "Who said that about you, Crabtree?" Put a story on me, and also it was the nine. It was the nine year anniversary of Bart Scott's "Can't Wait" the other day. <laughs> you know I can't wait. <laughs> I love that one, Sal Antonio. Shouts to you, Sal. 
Oh, you know Sal listens. Come on. <laughs> I know Sal's on this. I, te- I text him every day. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you got a pick for this game? Uh, what game are we on now? Niners Packers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In Niners. San Fran. In San Fran. Give me Jimmy G his fucking jawline and fucking Niners. Nick Bosa and his big ass arms. Is that prime right. time? Uh, I think that is the 640 game. Yeah. You guys play at three, right? Or two? I have no idea. I think you're the, the, they're the guys. Is, all. guys is in the Chiefs. Chiefs are day, I'm pretty sure, and it's Packers, I think. Of course. Trash. Yeah, of course. Trash. But, yeah, I don't know, dude. This is, uh, it just sucks. I mean, I just wish the Packers If the Packers win the Super Bowl, this is going down as the worst. Season. Season in football history. Correct. For Bears fans, for sure. I feel like the talent has to trump. I feel like the talent has, like, I, I just, I can't. I can't, if, if the Packers do it, it's like you said, it's going to be awful. But I just don't, I don't, they're the least talented team of these three teams. I just, or these four teams, I mean. I just, I just, ah, it would be awful if they won. I also hate Zadarius Smith. Same. Yeah. He, there's a reason he's doing good, and it's because nobody respects him enough to double team him. That's just the way it is. I mean, if you, and like, that's the thing. Good players get double teamed, and if he does get double teamed, he ain't going to do shit. Trust. But he never gets he double teamed. And then he wears a fucking shirt underneath his jersey that says snubbed. Like, nah, bro, you weren't snubbed. You're exactly where you should be. You have 12 sacks. That's nothing crazy. That's good. That's Based a good off season. the numbers, he should he could have made the Pro Bowl. But. Oh, yeah, but if he's getting mad about the Pro Bowl, then grow the fuck up, pal. You're about to play for the NFC Championship. What do you shit about the Pro yeah. Bowl? Yeah. Like, dude, Mr. Bisky made a Pro Bowl. How fucking, how, how high praise is the Pro Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> back, back. And, and I mean, like, what, you're going to get mad that Cleo Mack made it or something like that? Yeah, like, right? Like, how could you be mad at that? And, like, don't get me wrong, like, Khalil Mack obviously had a quiet year, but I I believe 90% of people that watch and, like, understand football would say, I'd rather have Khalil Mack than Darius Smith. Because, I mean, yeah. that's just the way it is. And it's if you look at all the numbers to... outside of sacks and forced fumbles, Khalil Mack was even more effective this year than he was, or he was just as effective last year in terms of everything else, you know, on, on the people's side of the ball. What do you have this year, four forced fumbles? Yeah, it was something like that. I know it wasn't, it wasn't much, and same with sacks, but in terms of rushes and, uh, just getting to the quarterback, he was still doing his job, even with a lot of coverage on him. And you know, there's there's no way that you can look at him and be like, ah, he's he's not a football bowler. Right. I, I feel like four force fumbles is not sneezing. Absolutely. No, it's four possible turnovers. Yeah, I mean, eight points. Yeah, exactly. Well, Potential. hopefully twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way our <laughs> offense was this year, but yeah, man, I'm excited for these games. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I would have much rather saw I don't know the Ravens Chiefs again. That would have been right. a lot more fun, but. Titans Chiefs should be cool. Rodgers getting his ass beat by that front four should be cool. Uh, you guys got anything more about football before we get into this news article and wrap up? I don't have anything about football, but I got something about baseball. But if anybody's got football yeah. first, they can go. I want to say fuck the NCAA because... <laughs> or the NCAA, whatever. I can't speak right now. But <laughs> how they're mad at OBJ for handing out money when they make so much fucking money. Like, come on. Oh, I forgot about this. OBJ That's ridiculous. Thing. I hate this guy. Yeah, I hate OBJ. Every uh, I don't hate him. No, the more no, no, the more videos that come out about this, I hate OBJ. I'm out on OBJ. He literally tried to turn the natty into the OBJ show. Yep. Oh yeah, I mean he was he was standing up. at the band section just yelling "Play Neck" and he steals the guy's megaphone. Nobody's listening to him. Like literally, the whole band's just talking and you know just doing their thing. And everybody's just looking at Odell like, bro, stop. And he steals the megaphone and just keeps screaming into it. He was on something, too. It looked yeah, like he, he was on be. some... Dude, oh, he yeah, fucked drunk up. Drunk or, like, on some pills or some yeah. shit, because it was weird. It looked like he popped something. His eyes were fucking 
Yeah. Cocked open. Yeah. And bro, literally. Every video I see of it, I hate him more. Did you see the one in the locker room where he was just like, you guys did this yeah. while Coach O was talking? Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that one sent me over, dude. Like, Coach O is literally giving his post-game speech right now for the national the fucking f- championship they just won. And OBJ sitting in the corner, you guys did this. You guys <laughs> did this. Nobody else. This was you guys. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Definitely a bad look. Disrespectful no. as fuck. Yeah, like, I hate that guy. And Will Kane, the Will Kane show on ESPN, he hit it perfect. He came on the show, like, he opened it with this. He's like, anybody see the national championship last night? He's like, oh, I did, and guess who else I saw? <laughs> he goes, OBJ. And, he, and he's like, the second best uh, receiver on a Cleveland Browns team that was... Highly underrated this year, or, or I mean, highly overrated this year, and he just ripped into him for a good 10 15 minutes. I'm like, I love it, he I absolutely it, love it. I mean, yeah, I, go ahead, Pally. Damn, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to keep cutting you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're good, but uh, oh, shit. but I, I think it's just funny how um, Twitter has like pieced together OBJ's night for him, yeah, you know? exactly. He does like, not remember a thing from that night. No, and I'm sure I'm sure he woke up the next day and he was like, "Oh fuck, like, oh no." But I mean, just it's like it's just so stupid, man. Like, don't don't be on the field handing money to players. Obviously, exactly. obviously, don't slap a, a cop on his ass. Obviously, don't don't be talking over Coach O and interrupt, interrupting Coach O. He's giving a speech. Obviously, yeah. Like, I just I just don't understand. I mean, you you don't see you don't see Michael Thomas out there. You don't see Julio Jones or DeAndre Hopkins or anybody like anybody else. I mean. Cam Jordan was in the building. He wasn't down there. Like he 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 runs that building. Like yo, get the fuck out of here, OBJ. I respect you. You're a damn good receiver, but get the fuck out. Yeah, hit it on the head, dude. I I'm out on OBJ. Man. He's like so mine, dude. He's like, would, he was like someone trying to relive their high school days. Yeah, after, like they graduated five years later. Literally, like, <laughs> he just wants to be a part of something that's winning. Yeah, Did he win a ship there? No, no. So that's probably yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's, he's a sorry ass. I'm sorry, OBJ, but you're a sorry ass, and I don't like you. Those so. kids work four years for that shit, some of them. You know, he's just in there. You guys did this. Yeah, we know, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been here. <laughs> we were here five years ago with your sorry ass. <laughs> like, no shit, we did this. Yeah. Who else did it? <laughs> you could look at it from the other side of the spectrum, though, and say, like, some of those receivers, like Justin Jefferson, who's going to be probably a first-round pick, he's fucking incredible. He probably went there because of OBJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, but let the kids do their thing. Exactly. Man. After the game. Exactly. After, after, after all that. After all the shits, after the speech, everything, that's fine, you know? Yeah. You like, can dap them up like and say they're in the club and you see OBJ counting hundreds and giving it out to Joey B and the boys. It's different. Like, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you saw a fucked up video of OBJ, like, he's all, you know, he's all fucked up, stumbling around, partying with the LSU kids, that's funny. <laughs> but running into the locker room and interrupting Coach O and running straight onto the 50-yard line as they're winning, just instantly handing out money and shit. Just a, it's the OBJ show. Exactly. The and players that were taking the money were like surprised. Like, who yeah. <laughs> Can I do this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the thing I couldn't. Dude, shout out Burrow, though. I fucking love Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, we were talking on Xbox the other day. I'm not even going to give him the clout. There's one little shithead that's like, dude, fuck Joe Burrow. And it was like, no, dude, fuck you. You're the yeah. first person I've ever heard say that. Yeah. Everybody likes Joe Burrow, and there's a reason for it. Because he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking cool, King. dude. Yeah. Dude, like, I, 
5,000 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, and only six picks on 76% completion rating. That is literally one of the greatest seasons in college football history. It I would say be. the best. Yeah. Might be deep. It's insane. Very well could be. We got to witness yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's crazy. We got to witness the best career of all time in Tim Tebow and then the best season of all time in Joe Burrow. It, obviously, <laughs> if you're a quarterback, just end in OW. Tim yep. Tebow's not that good at baseball. <laughs> you know what was crazy is I was just watching this Aaron Hernandez uh, documentary, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, go see it, because that yes. shit is so, so interesting and just like, oh man, it's, it's honestly some of the most interesting shit I've seen in a little bit, um, but uh, I, I realized that Tim Tebow was on the Patriots during the whole thing, and I was like, holy shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, that blew my mind. I forgot about that. How it all lined up, too. Tebow and Hernandez were teammates, and they're on the same team, and then it just... All it yeah. was all lined up. It's crazy. Also, they, they they figured out that Hernandez had the worst the worst case of CTE they had ever seen in a twenty seven year old period. Yeah, I said he was like an yeah. eighty year old man. Yep, and Jesus. With dementia, it's crazy. Holy shit! Dude. Yeah, his brain had like like the cells in his brain were sh- like shriveled up, and there was holes like that big just in his brain. He couldn't make judgments, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, they said, they said that his judgment uh, up in the up the frontal the frontal lobe of his brain was like literally as low as it could possibly be. So he had like he basically had like no decision making qualities at all. That's brutal, man. Yeah. Not 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 to like try and like make an excuse because this dude possibly murdered three or and tried or possibly murdered three, tried murdering four people. So like, you know, but still, there's it's just it's just how do you how do you keep how do you keep promoting this game that just turned this dude into a cold-blooded killer, basically? Yeah. You know? Wasn't Urban's whole deal it, coming into the draft when it came to Aaron Hernandez was make sure you keep him out of Connecticut or Massachusetts yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I thought that was, like, Urban's whole thing to every coach, like, make sure he doesn't go back to his hometown. Because every single time he went back to his hometown when he was in college, bad shit happened with him. Yeah. Yep. That's just weird. I haven't seen the doc yet. I just listened to Pat talk about it, and... It's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. He was supposed to go to UConn. Right in Foxborough. Yeah, and they fucking goes to New England. Right in the heart of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was supposed to go to UConn, and then he just, like, suddenly just went to Florida out of nowhere, didn't tell anybody, and just signed with them. <laughs> and the curious part of it all is that he he supposedly, well, he went to court and was found not guilty because of reasonable doubt, but he supposedly murdered two dudes, and then months later signed a five-year, eight, or five-year $40 million yep. a month later. Month later, and played a whole season. They went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Giants. You caught then, a touchdown too. And you caught a touchdown. It's just and oh man, some eerie, eerie stuff. Could you imagine like thinking back as like a teammate of his and being like, "Holy shit, I was playing football with this guy. He was a he was literally a murderer at that point." Like Gronk, bro. Gronk's just like, shooting the shit with him. Like that's his boy. Like that's his number two. Like <laughs> Gronk's in the documentary. Is he? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he, uh, he he paused for a second. And they asked him a question about Hernandez, and he goes, he goes, "I'll literally stop this interview if you ask him a question about Hernandez." Damn. And then the interviewer tries doing it, and he like gets up and just like takes everything off. He's like, "Nah, like get the fuck out." <laughs> the fuck? I mean, could you, you blame him though? I mean, like, no. I, I would talk about it. I don't want to no. talk about it. That's not my business. It sucks that he had. He's even like somehow intertwined into all of that. You know. Definitely worth the watch. But it's also crazy. Gronkowski and Hernandez were taken in the same draft, man. Whew. Jesus. All right, boys. Let's wrap. Let's wrap it up the, with this the, news article. The other thing I did say was. 
Altuve said that they're going to win the World Series again this year. And I was just oh, like, wow, that's a really bold thing to come out and say right now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I really hope you guys get banned from the playoffs for two years because that would kick him in the balls. Yeah. You get 101 wins and you just don't make the playoffs. <laughs> Got to play 162 yes. just to not play the playoffs. Wasting prime prime days of their fucking core fours days. Like. And after the 2021 season, Correa, Springer, and uh, Zach Greinke and Verlander are all free agents. I think Springer's a free agent after this year. He just signed an arbitration. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So probably one of the Springer's other. Got, like, those Springer's names Springer's coming cool. up? Correa, Grinky, and Verlander? Yeah, probably Bregman, too. Holy shit. Yeah, man. It's going to be interesting. All right, Steph, what do you got for us? Basically, this random news article I found is an uh, Iowa couple. They've been going through <laughs> disputes and everything in court. And the <laughs> wife basically kicked the shit out of him in court, take everything from him, right? Ugh. He goes to the judge and says he wants to have a sword fight with his wife. And he wants <laughs> and he wants 12 weeks to go find her and with the sword. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and the judge said, technically, it's not illegal. And that's all they said. They really didn't say it. Like, they said he shouldn't do it, but... <laughs> not, it's not illegal. I like it. Let's throw back to the 1800s for a second. Exactly. You I could like do it in the 1800s. That was the last time it happened. It was a sword fight. <laughs> this guy knows his shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> GTA hey, does things like this. <laughs> get, get back on the horses and have a good old-fashioned joust, baby. I like yeah. it. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude remember Medieval always... Times? Oh, medieval dude. Times was sick. Our night fucking won. Dude, yes. Our that was crazy, won. dude. That was sick. Do you think uh, Roosevelt paid them to have our night win? Dude, I thought about that, but then like there were so many other schools that I know we had fucking money for that shit. We North were broke view. as fuck. Northview. Yeah, there's no way like, Northview had money yeah. for that shit compared to all those no. other schools there. Yeah, I think we just sick. got lucky. We just got lucky, dude. It was yeah. awesome. We had some fucking mid-chicken. Chicken was literally mid. <laughs> Reg- Reggie chicken. Yes, <laughs> cups. I thought, yeah. the, I thought the food was good. Dude, <laughs> dude I thought it was pretty good. Dude, dude I just remember sitting next to Colton. Colton's like, this is awful. I'm like, dude, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Maybe you guys just got bad chickens. Maybe. Me and Colton yeah. listened to I'm on a boat a hundred times on the way up there. That's why I was so fired when it came out. <laughs> I'm but, on a boat. Uh, uh, and hey, uh, I love, I love, uh, look forward to that segment coming up. Uh, news every week with Stefan. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like that. that for you. We did it in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. So we we'll get drafted and stuff. No, I hope not. Well, you're up on the news, so you got you got to keep us updated with this shit. So if we're about yeah, to get will. drafted, then you got to tell us. I'll try. Uh, He's on the random news articles, not yeah. the real news articles. <laughs> Real news is that. depressing and like yeah, it's sad. sad. It's just people telling you good evening and then yeah. giving you reasons why it's not a good evening. Good evening. There might be five nukes. You never yeah, know. Good evening. Yeah. A lot of people died today. How fun is that? <laughs> Here's how. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> All right. This is WGM News Group. Sleep on that one. Well, you can't end the show much better than that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Any final thoughts from you guys? This has been the Irrelevant News. The Illuminati still needs to hit us up, and CC Roast Altuve World Series guarantee, and that's all I got from Bleacher Report. And the Astros are still going to cheat this year, but if, oh no, they can't meet the White Sox in the World Series anymore. You can meet them in the uh, ALCS? Yeah. Yeah. ALCS will get fucking whomped. <laughs> hey, no matter what, it doesn't even matter who the hell else is going to ALCS, ALCS, all I know is that St. Louis Cardinals is going to be the 2020 World Series champion. Can't wait for Nolan Arnold to win MVP and on the <laughs> yep. Cardinals. You guys got plenty. What? 
Move yeah, on. Dude, shut up. No. Yeah, let the South yeah, side we need take more. Them. We need yeah. more than the Yankees. Yeah. Only, what is that, For 16 White Sox yeah. are good enough. If you ain't first, you're last. People are saying the White Sox from right now, this year until 2027, they'll win the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate it. I like it a lot. Recorded yeah. here first, you heard it. Yeah. So if the White Sox win seven in a row, you know why? Oh, I can't wait to see all these bandwagon fans start jumping oh, on the Sox. Oh, that's going to be terrible. I used to be a Cubs fan, but now this game looks like it's going to hit. Hey, I hate, I hate to say it, because my brother James is one of the most diehard Cubs fans I know, but I walked into my house while I was back on break the other day, and this dude had on a White Sox hat. What? What? And, and I, was, I was like, James, you're wearing a White Sox hat? He just goes, yeah, it's a nice hat. <laughs> wow. I mean, no, no, no. He's, he's James, not wrong, it's a nice hat. James, come on. I, I, I like the idea of it, but no. I like the guy, too. I just, uh, yeah. I just don't like you wearing that hat. Yeah, you don't no. respect it. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, come March 28th or whatever the fuck it is when the Cubs play, you're going to be wearing your little Cub hat, your Rizzo jersey. Dude, how upset are the chicks going to be that are quote unquote Cubs fans when Chris Bryant gets traded? Oh. David oh, Ross says not so fast. Not this year. Yeah, I mean, after this year. I totally forgot David Ross was their manager because yeah. they're just so. Unimportant. If I saw life. him, I'd just be like, oh, like, that dude still plays. Yeah. Like, oh, he's their manager. <laughs> oh. We'll see how good that goes. The dude that used to play with all these guys, now he's their coach. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Definitely don't have favorites or anything. Any yeah. of them have problems with authority, they're going <laughs> to laugh at him. They're like, why are you batting me six today? Please, please explain, Rossi, you fucking idiot. It's he's such a likable guy, too. Yeah. He's just, he's got to gotta join the dark side. The yeah, it's stupid. Also, I'd like to say I'm glad that Chris Bryant isn't at the Cubs, like, intros this weekend or whatever. He has a flu, and I'm glad because, I mean, he, he should be glad, too, because last time he was there, he, he opened up his mouth, talked shit about the wrong person, and the Cardinals end up whooping that Cubs ass all season long. So, maybe it's a good thing that he's gone, but uh, they, they'd be stupid to not try and trade him for the deadline because that dude is out the door. St. Louis is a boring place. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that. We showed him four four straight games, four games sweep. I just saw it. Uh, I saw reruns on FS on uh, FX uh, Midwest or whatever, and I was loving it. That was so cool. What a time to be alive. Thanks. Those assholes were playing replays of the Indians kicking the shit out of the White Sox last year. <laughs> Alrighty, well that does her. That Thanks does her. It's folks. snowing, folks. Oh my god. god. It's snowing. It's gonna be a white Christmas. Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby See devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip, we don't gotta let him in Don't trip, hey, yeah I let it go but I never go with it uh-huh. Yeah, okay, cool, this fall weather Fuck the bullshit, I'm here to make it